amigos! As many of you know, Eat Your Spanish depends entirely on the support we receive from our Patreon supporters. And while we're still a ways away from the show being able to fully support itself and the time it takes to make, we thought we'd offer another fun incentive to join. Evan and I were talking, and we decided that if we were able to grow our Patreon familia to 250 supporters, then we could start hosting a live virtual performance every month for our supporters. So if you've been listening and you're having fun singing and playing games and listening to stories with us, please visit us at www.patreon.com forward slash eat your Spanish and help us keep the show going. And if we hit our goal of 250 supporters, then we'll be able to see each other once a month for a fun virtual performance and Spanish hangout. We're even thinking about hosting some art classes for some of the other months. There are just so many possibilities for ways that we can have fun together. So if you have the time and an extra $2 per month to spare, please visit us at www.patreon.com forward slash eat your Spanish and check out all of the additional learning materials and content available to our supporters. Thanks for your consideration and for being such great listeners. Hasta luego, amigos. Hola, amigos. Hello, friends. Me llamo Evan. My name's Evan. Y yo me llamo Vanessa, and my name's Vanessa. Before we get started with our special story today, we wanted to say muchas gracias to all of our amigos who reached out to us after our last message about the wildfires. Your kind and loving words and thoughts really helped us stay positive during that difficult time. Yeah, thanks so much to everyone, and especially to all the members of our Patreon family. Your support has really helped us through this difficult time. We actually ended up having to move out of our casa and find a new home, but after a while of searching, we were lucky to find a beautiful home in a town called Lakeside. That's right, so if any of you all are ever in the area, send us an email and maybe we can say a social distance hola in person. We also wanted to thank all of our listeners for your amazing patience. We haven't been able to work on Eat Your Spanish since the wildfires, but now that we're getting settled into our new casa, we're starting to get the ball rolling again. While we start work on season dos, with a whole bunch of new words, sing-alongs, stories, and games, we're going to share some of the personalized stories that we wrote for some of our Patreon familia. We actually plan to release these over the past month, but better late than never. Our first story is called Isla and the Snow Dance, and it was written for our amiga Isla and her familia. We hope you all enjoy! Today's story is called Isla and the Snow Dance. All right, Mr. Mouse, what story would you like me to tell you before I tuck you into your little banana bed? Hmm, it's really hard to pick. You have so many good stories. Ooh, I know. I want to hear a recent one. I want to hear the story of when you saw snow for the very first time. Why, Mr. Mouse, that really is a great choice. That's one of my favorite stories of all time. All right, you nice and cozy, Mr. Mouse. Here we go. Once upon a time, just a few months ago, I was sitting around knitting a nice little mouse scarf for a dear friend of mine. <laughs> That's you, Mr. Mouse. And my phone rang. Now, I was in the middle of knit one, purl two, so I had to quickly get through a couple more stitches. And then my phone rang and rang until finally I stomped over and answered it. 
and much to my delight, it was my good friend Isla, and she had something so wonderful to say to me. She invited me to go with her and her dear friend Irving the Frog on a special surprise adventure. Now, these are the kind of phone calls you don't get every day, so when I heard Isla's sweet little voice say this to me, Please come, myself, and it'll be so much fun. I didn't even bat an eyelash. I got right on the next flight, and next thing I knew, I had a very nice taxi cab driver dropping me right off at Isla's doorstep. So I walked over and gave a gentle little knock on the door and hollered, Yoo-hoo! It's me, your amiga Mrs. Elephant. And then the door swung wide open, and Isla was standing there with a great big smile on her face and inviting me into her beautiful home. So I followed my special friend Isla through the front room where we waved Ola to her mama Sasha and her papa Jafer and her dog or Pedro, who she calls Millie, which is just one of the best names in the whole wide world and up into her room where we came upon her good buddy Irvin, whose cheeks were about as red as a fressa who had spent way too much time in the sun. Oh, oh, excuse me. <clears throat> hey, Vanessa. Uh, yes, Mrs. Elephant? I didn't even know you were here, Vanessa. Oh, sorry, buddy. I didn't mean to scare you. <laughs> that's okay. Uh, did you need something, Mrs. Elephant? Yeah, so I was just telling a great story to Mr. Mouse, but I'm getting awfully tired. Would you mind telling the rest of it? Oh, no problem. Sure, Mrs. Elephant. Great. I'm telling the story of seeing snow for the very first time, and I'm at the part where I'm just about to meet Irving. Oh, okay, perfect. I'll pick up right where you left off. Oh no, Irving, what's wrong? Isla said with a worried look on her face. Not to worry, amiga. Oh, I've just worked myself into a sweat practicing for the big surprise I have to show you later. But I'm doing just fine. No worries here. Well, thank goodness. It's nice to meet your acquaintance, Irving. My name is Mrs. Elephant. You're a charming little fellow, aren't you? <clears throat> oh, I do love people who speak their minds. Pardon me if I'm being too forward, but may I give you a kiss on your hand? Oh, <laughs> well, I suppose that's okay, Irving. Just a friendly sort of a kiss on the hand never hurt anyone. But I should just say this now. My heart is already tangled up with someone else's. <laughs> I just, well, I don't want to complicate things. Um, anywho, go ahead then, amigo. <laughs> All right, now, uh, I wonder what Isla's surprise adventure is for us. Do you know what's going on, Irving? I'm quite sure it has something to do with being in a very cold place. She made me some warmers for my legs out of a cut-up sock and even wrapped me up tight burrito-style and carried me all around, introducing me to everyone as the newborn. But now that I think about that, I, I think she was just doing that for fun. I have to admit, I quite like being treated like a newborn. Makes me feel very safe and loved. Oh, Irving, you are quite a character, if I do say so myself. You remind me just a little bit of someone very special to me back home. Just a little less squeaky and a little more hoppy. Anywho, let's go see if Isla needs help packing up her suitcase. Brilliant. Brilliant. Lead the way, you dazzling pachyderm. 
Irving, oh my stars, I haven't been called a pachyderm in years. You really know your animal classifications, don't you? I do love to read. But Isla didn't need any help at all. She had just finished packing dos hadas, or two fairies, into her bag, along with some colored pebbles and dried flowers. However, there were two little items that she just couldn't seem to find. And those were her two special wool mittens. No need to look any further. Follow me, said Irving, the fine green frog, with an unusually confident grin. The three trotted along together until they arrived up the stairs, in through Isla's bedroom door, and all the way to the end of Isla's bed. We have arrived. I now present to you a most majestic masterpiece, if I do say so myself. With a flourish, Irving tore the sheet off the bed to reveal a life-size replica of Isla made from blankets, sheets, bits of dryer lint, some of Isla's dirty laundry, and sure enough, her nice woolen mittens. There was a moment of silence while everyone marveled at the avant-garde interpretation of Isla, and then all at once the three amigos started laughing and laughing. Oh, it's, it's the toenails that got me. <laughs> the toenails. How did you make them look so real? <laughs> did you polish them yourself? Oh, my good gravy. You've got me tickled pink, Irvin. <laughs> I so loved making the toenails. I have to say, tiny seashells work wonders when you're trying to replicate children's toenails. I'm sorry, Isla. I'm afraid I did have to dip into your seashell collection to make those. I hope you don't mind. Isla was so amazed at the beautiful statue of her that she told Irving he could use her seashells whenever he would like to. Isla, that just means the world to me. Thank you. Thank you from the bottom of my little newborn heart. Isla laughed and then told her amigos to meet her downstairs by the giant flying flower carriage in five minutes. All right, sounds great. I'll just get my trunk warmers and my little elephant earmuffs all packed up and ready to roll. Got it. We'll be down in two shakes of a lamb's tail. Hmm. I know I put my figure skate somewhere. And where are my special web toe ballet shoes? Hmm. Irving, are you talking to me or just yourself? I can barely hear you, buddy. Oh, it's nothing, dear. Carry on if you're ready. I'll be there before long. Okie dokie, artichoke, see you soon. What a delightful, unorthodox thing to say. Okie dokie, artichoke. Such a nice jingle to it. She is absolutely spectacular. Did you say something, Irvin? I still can't hear you. Hopefully you'll be down here soon. See you soon, baboon. My, 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 what an absolute angel. That should do. Ballet shoes, check. Jeweled tutu, check. Ice skates made for frogs' feet, check. I think it's time. Here I come, amigos. Watch out below. I'm going to toss my luggage down the stairs. Irving. Irving, next time I can help you. Oh, goodness me. What a silly frog I've been. Good idea. Oh, dear. I'm actually quite embarrassed. I'll be sure to ask for some help next time. All right. Sounds like a plan. Let's hit the road. Come on. 
And with that, they walked out of Isla's front door and were stopped in their tracks by what they saw. A beautiful, bright anaranjado or orange poppy blossom was out in the driveway, and as they approached, it unfurled its beautiful, enormous petals as if to invite the tres amigos inside. Isla was the first to step into the floor and find a cozy spot to nestle into. Irving and Mrs. Elephant stepped inside too. Before long, the magic floor had lifted itself effortlessly from Isla's driveway and zoomed up right past the aves or birds and arboles or trees and right through the fluffy white nubes or clouds. Soon they were traveling along high above the clouds and the only thing they could see besides the friendly blue sky and cottony clouds was another big orange dot in the sky. As they flew closer, they realized it was another magic flying poppy flor, and traveling inside were Isla's mama, papa, and perro Millie. She was so happy she shouted to them, Hola mama, hola papa, hola Millie, I can't wait for our special surprise. They all smiled back at her and Millie even gave a little bark. Isla looked at her sweet friend Mrs. Elephant as she snuggled into the soft petals and enjoyed the breeze that was billowing through her big elephant ears and thought that it was pretty special the way her ears caught the wind like the sails on a sailboat. Then she looked over at Irving, who was doing some sort of lovely dance in the middle of the flower, and thought about what a fantastic little amigo he was. Isla felt very lucky in this moment to be surrounded by the types of friends she had always dreamt of having. This was a safe and cozy place, and she knew she could be exactly who she was with these amigos. Before long, they started to gently drift back down to earth. The poppies swayed on the wind like a falling leaf does during the otoño or the fall, flipping and twirling with each little pocket of wind that they slowly collided with. Before they knew it, the Tres Amigos noticed that it had become cooler and cooler as they drifted down, and soon they were all shivering. Mrs. E said, Gather round, amigos. I have an idea. And she wrapped her two friends in her very warm, velvety ear. That'll do the trick, she said. Then just as Isla was getting cozy, something caught her eye. It was shimmery and white and even more delicate than any flower she had ever seen. Look, everyone! She shouted. Oh, my word! It looks just like lace. What could it be? Oh, my stars! Well, would you look at that tiny sky lace falling from the clouds? Wow, that is truly amazing. <laughs> Isla laughed and laughed. You all are so funny. It does look like sky lace, but I think it actually might be snow. Mrs. Elephant stuck out her tongue and a little snowflake landed right on it. They all watched as it instantly melted into a drop of water. I'll be a donkey's ankle, it sure is! Wow, it really is nieve! It really is snow! At that moment, the giant flying poppy landed softly near a pond. The bright orange petals stood out in the white world around them, and somehow, even though poppies are a summer flower or a flor de verano, the petals stayed perfectly warm and strong, as though it were a hot sunny day. The three amigos stepped out one at a time, and to their amazement, they saw that the nieve or snow was covering all of the trees and grass around them. 
It was late in the evening after dinner time, and the sun had just tucked itself down below the clouds behind them. The snow that had collected on the ground had knitted itself together into a soft white blanket that covered everything, and they all felt extra cozy just by looking at it. It was as if everything under the blanket of snow was sleeping gently and deeply, like time had slowed down to allow everyone and everything to rest peacefully. Then all at once, they saw a bright light shining down below them. Mrs. Elephant, Irving, look at that bee! I'm not sure, Isla. That's a good question. Wait, Irving, where's that funny frog? I'm not sure. Oh, wait, is that him down there by the frozen pond? It looks like he's wearing a ballet outfit. Look at that jeweled tutu. <gasps> look at the sparkles. Oh, and look at those ballet shoes. They're made perfectly for his precious little webbed feet. And not only that, but he's also on ice skates. Oh, me, oh my, he certainly is. I don't believe I've ever seen ballet ice skates. Let's go see the show. Good idea. Let's go. Isla and Mrs. Elephant made their way to the edge of the pond where some little magic rose chairs had sprouted. They got cozy and were so happy to see Isla's mama and papa and Pedro Millie already sitting down to watch Irving's ice skating ballet. A beautiful, enchanting song of bells, tiny instruments, and tiny mouse voices singing came floating through the air. They all looked over to see a joyful little mouse orchestra conducted by a little mouse wearing a bow tie and tails, playing and singing the magnificent music. The spotlight shone its golden light on Irving, and with the swell of a sweet violin, his dance began. First, he slowly slid along the edge of the pond, pirouetting and leaping at the far end in a flourish, and with one spring of his bouncy frog legs, he went spiraling high into the air, twirling and twirling all the way down as his long arms and legs stretched and floated expressively to the changing instruments of the music. He landed back on the ice of the pond as gracefully as the poppy when it had brought them down to the shimmering snowscape, and he continued his enchanting dance until the song ended. Just as he was ready to take a bow, Isla stood up and looked over at the mouse orchestra to the left of the spotlight. Hey amigos, can you play me one more song? She asked with a big grin on her face. It was then that she looked down and saw that a lovely pair of rose ballet slippers had appeared on her feet just as magically and brightly as all the other magical flowers had appeared. She was so happy she shouted out, Hooray! And before she knew it, she was wearing a full rose tutu embroidered with gleaming dewdrop gems and long green stem tights. Isla and Irving twirled and leapt to the music together with such elegance that by the end of their dance, they looked out and saw happy and proud tears in everyone's eyes who were watching. When the song ended, everyone clapped and rushed over to hug them both. You have the grace of a gazelle, Mrs. Elephant said as she hugged her special friend tightly. Millie the Pedro jumped up and licked her face, and when Isla looked into her sweet pup's eyes, she knew even without a word how much he loved her and was proud of her. Then her mama and papa scooped her up and gave her big hugs. These were the kind of bear hugs that are special family hugs. The kinds of hugs that make your heart so warm and so full of love that you can feel it all the way to your toes. Somehow she knew right then that she would always be able to ask her mama and papa for a hug and they would always be there for her. 
After the big celebration, Isla and her familia and amigos took a snow hike through the peaceful valley. They crunched along and let the peace of the snow roll them through the frosted woods. By the time they got back to the magic poppies, it was the middle of the night and they were all getting very sleepy. So one by one, they climbed into their flowers and the gentle winter wind slowly carried them home as they drifted off to sleep and dream about the special day and the magic feelings that filled all of their hearts. <laughs> 